For that matter, really no one wants to talk about life insurance because no one really wants to talk about death. So it's it's not an easy topic to dive into, but it's a it's a fiscally responsible move for an individual to, to bring that up or to talk about that. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Welcome in to Unlocking Your Financial Future. I am Ben George, along with Ben Schrock, as we introduce episode one of this podcast. And we got a great series upcoming. But before I tell you all about our series, let me introduce Ben. Ben, how are you? Not too bad. Yourself? I'm good. Uh, you just got back from vacation, right? I did. We were down in South Carolina for a week. It was hot and humid, but that's how it's supposed to be on the beach. So we enjoyed our time there and glad to be back and back in the office. Back to work. And, and where you can find Ben is at B.A. Schrock Financial Group, where he is the owner and financial advisor. They serve the Cleveland and Akron area with an office in Wadsworth. You can find them online at bashrock-fg.com. That's B-A-S-C-H-R-O-C-K-F-G.com. Or you can call them 330-473-1060. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcasting app is your favorite. You can find us everywhere. All right, Ben. So Today's conversation is going to be the first part of a series we're going to do on busting the biggest financial myths. And it's really, the series is simple. We'll look at some of the most widely believed financial myths, and we're going to try to bust them wide open with your help. You know, the scary thing is a lot of people base their financial plans on some of these myths, and we don't want people to make those mistakes. So today we're going to start off with part one being on life insurance. And once you're retired, the myth is you no longer need life insurance. So we're going to get Ben to kind of explain that for us, why that's not a myth. And Ben's got some history and some past experience in life insurance. So this should be a good conversation. But before we get into it, we got to get to know you a little bit better. And we'll do this kind of most episodes to figure out and learn more about Ben outside of finance. That's his primary job, his primary focus, but there's much more to Mr. Schrock than that. So today, this is the question I've got for you, Ben. What yes. hobby would you get into? We know you're a fo- you used to be a football player, but yep. what hobby would you get into if time and money were not an issue? Would it be sports related? I Well, I think a little bit. I think there'd be two things that I would really like to do. I, I love to read. I'm a big reader. Um, but with a little guy at home, finding the time to read is, <laughs> is challenging with him climbing all over me when I'm home. But reading would definitely be high on my on my list. And, and I think golf would be the second. And uh, I've seen my handicap raise significantly <laughs> since Henry's been born. But um, between the two of those, I maybe could read a little bit more about golf and, and uh, combine the two together. But I, I, I love those two things. And, and whenever I have some free time. I enjoy doing both of those. All right. So I know you guys have a lot of nice golf courses up there. What's uh, what's your favorite golf course in the area? Great question. Um, Firestone, where they used to play the yeah. Bridgestone, is a is an awesome course. We actually were out there. Keith and I played this earlier this summer and had a great time. Um, but that's probably one of my favorite. Isn't that the course that Tiger shot hit that last shot in the dark? Was that Firestone or my mistake? On um, that? I don't know. He, I'm not, I can't remember it's that one. One of the highlights that they always show where he was playing, but pretty much in the dark on 18 and suck it to about two feet. But yeah. <laughs> that's for a different show. All right, cool. Very cool. Reading and golf, the two uh, hobbies Ben might take yep. up if time and, and money were not an issue. All right, so let's dive into this series. And, and again, let me introduce the series. We're going to do five parts. Uh, this will be five different episodes. So starting today over the next five weeks, we will uh, discuss each one of these topics in uh, the series that will bust the biggest financial myths. Uh, this week, we will focus on once you're retired, 
life insurance is no longer necessary, and we'll go from there. But these are all myths that are pretty commonly held beliefs, and you might have heard them over the time that you were looking for advice or if you were researching on the internet or wherever you were uh, trying to get information on retirement planning, you might have heard one of these myths along the way. So today's topic on life insurance, uh, before we get into it, you, you kind of have some background on this, right? So you spent a little bit of time selling life insurance right after college. How much did that kind of help you understand the product? I did, yeah. I, I, I worked for a big captive firm and uh, they had a great educational process of, of, of teaching what life insurance is and, and who needs it and, and how it should be sold. And accor- according to them, everyone needs it. So um, that, that's maybe just the sales pitch. But <laughs> um, I, you know, I really learned a lot about that business and, and a lot of good, a lot of bad and some ugly in there as well. But it, it is a, a loaded question in terms of does everyone need it? And like I said, if I was working back in my, my life insurance days, I would say absolutely and I'll sell it to you. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, everyone's so different and, and it's not a, a yes or no answer. It's somewhere in the in the middle ground. Some people do need it. Some people don't. Um, and, and that's our job to really help an individual figure out if they do or don't need it. Okay. So when you first get into it, and, and I don't have a life insurance policy, it's something I've been considering and trying to learn more about. Explain the, the different types because I, you know, I hear one type might be better for you at a certain age or another at a younger age. What are the two different, what are my options in terms of life insurance? Yeah, there's three basic types. You, you have term insurance, which is the most commonly sold one um, and, and the least amount paid out actually by the insurance companies. But that's going to be the cheapest route where the, generally the, the younger individuals with a lot of debt will carry that. If you're just a first time home buyer, you might have some student loan debt to cover that. Um, you're going to buy some term insurance to cover that debt that you owe. Um, and, and that's going to cost you, uh, you know, very, very inexpensive cost compared to the other ones, but it's going to cover you for a set period of time. And you can buy them in increments. I believe that the, the shortest term might be, it's annual renewable, which is a one-year basis, but I think they go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30 is the longest term period that you can buy. So you have that insurance from that point till 30 years later. And then once after that 30 years is up, you can renew it on an annual basis based on a price set by the company. And if you choose to do so, or if not, you just let it lapse and you get nothing at the end of the road. Mm, okay. Very interesting. So we talk about this being a myth. What would cause you then to need life insurance beyond retirement to continue it on later in life? Yeah, so that the the one I just mentioned with term, you know, it's rarely sold in, in retirement uh, unless there's a, a gap of age or there's like I said, there's some debt to cover in case one of the the uh, individuals have passed away to cover the spouse or the surviving spouse or you know maybe even some children with some disabilities in there to cover some some costs there. But um, uh, term isn't really sold a lot in, in retirement. Um, but there's other blends or other types of, of insurance that have become more robust in terms of what they offer other than just your typical death benefit. The universal life policies is kind of a hybrid. It's a blend between a whole life and a term. It's priced a little bit differently and there's a lot of different moving parts to it. But what they have done with those types of policies is they have attached specific riders for individuals that are more geared towards that retirement marketplace. For instance, you can use that type of policy in retirement and use a a long-term care rider attached to that so that if you were to ever go into a nursing home or need assistance from someone to come to your house to help take care of you. Their only requirement is if you cannot permanently do two of the six activities of daily living, then you can accelerate that death benefit. So you can now use a benefit that was only supposed to be paid when you died while you're still alive. So it becomes a a lot more 
relevant to someone in retirement, generally it's it's less expensive than your traditional long-term care insurance type policy. Okay. You mentioned every, everything's different for each individual. So let's say I, I log on your website at bashrock-fg.com or I'll call you and I say, hey, I want to set up a, an appointment and figure out what's best for me and, and whether or not, which life insurance policy is best for me. What what are some of the questions you might ask me? Yeah. The, the first thing, we're always going to start with the debt. So you know, making sure that we have the proper coverage for the least amount of, of money is always the key. No one wants to overspend on life insurance. For that matter, really no one wants to talk about life insurance because no one really wants to talk about death. So it's it's not an easy topic to dive into, but it's a it's a fiscally responsible move for an individual to, to bring that up or to talk about that. So all of our appointment process, we'll, we'll mention or talk about life insurance because it is important, but we're going to find out about your debt situation first and see what type of policy that will meet that requirement um, the best way possible. And then we'll kind of dive into more of the, the actual financial planning process. And if we see you know a significant amount of assets where we need some protection for a potential uh, ex- long-term care expense, because those are so expensive today. They're running about anywhere in our area, about $7,000 a month in cost. And, and the average person just doesn't have that saved up that it, that can last another five years potentially. So then we look at, at that, like I said, that hybrid policy, that, that universal life policy with that rider attached to it to kind of bridge that gap a little bit and, and help relieve some of that burden potentially down the road too. Okay. Well, that's good information. And that's you know a reason why life insurance can be uh, necessary long after retirement, even though most people might tell you, or you might hear it quite a bit that once you retire, life insurance is no longer necessary. So is there anything else about life insurance you want to throw out there to us or that we should know before we wrap up this conversation? Yeah, I'll get into it real quick. There, there also it is also another way for for people to actually take income in retirement and, and plan okay. for income in retirement. It's kind of a relatively newer strategy. It's been around for a while, but as you build cash value, and this would be more of a, a universal life type policy that that accumulates cash value, and you can use variable universal, which can be more market related, or index universal, which is still going to be market linked but not have the downside risk. Um, but in any case, you can accumulate cash value, and then you can take a loan against that cash value. So basically, borrow borrowing from yourself and take a loan against that at a tax-free rate. So you can borrow against that that life insurance policy and and pay no income taxes. So you can structure it properly today to where you can accumulate a a nice big cash value and then borrow against it in retirement and accumulate some tax-free income that way. So it's another cool strategy that a lot of people are starting to use when they they can plan properly and and shove some of the assets into a product like that because so many people have a lot of money in 401ks and IRAs and taxes down the road. This is just a another avenue that they can go down with some more tax preferred income. Well, if that strategy sounds like something you might be interested in, or if you just want to learn more about life insurance and how it fits into your retirement plan, make sure you reach out to Ben Schrock and his team at BA Schrock Financial Group. They serve the Cleveland and Akron area with an office in Wadsworth. You can call them at 330-473-1060 or find them online at bashrock-fg.com. And you can also, while you're on their website, get their guide to maximizing social security benefits, something that that Ben's very in-depth on and uh, knows quite a bit about. You can find their free guide right there on their website and download it from there as well. So this series, that's part one of the debunking, the biggest financial myth series. Some of the ones we have upcoming, uh, needing less income when you're retired than while you're working, we will debunk that. Plus stocks versus bonds and whether or not you should move from stocks to bonds to remove the volatility in your retirement plan. So Ben, I'm looking forward to uh, the next few weeks as we kind of dive into this a little bit deeper. 
I am too. I'm excited to get on the road with you. Well, make sure you download and subscribe to the Unlocking Your Financial Future podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, as well as your favorite podcasting app. And make sure you like Ben Schrock's team on Facebook and let us know what you think about the episode. Join the conversation there as well. So until next time, for Ben Schrock, I'm Ben George. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM. AEWM and BA Schrock Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. BA Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.